Hi there! Welcome back to another episode of Life Against the Current, a show designed by people's stories and truths that go against traditions, societal norms, opinions of family and friends, or even a boss's suggestion. Basically, anything against the grain. I'm Elaine Vargas, founder and creator of Life Against the Current. Before starting this episode, we want to let you know that Life Against the Current does not take a stand on any political matters. We are here to support people in telling their unconventional stories in the way they understand the term unconventional. The ideas in this episode are not representative of the Life Against the Current brand. Joining me today is someone you probably don't know and neither do I. Victor Rivas and I connected through social media, and if you've never connected with someone you don't know on social media, raise your hand. I'll wait. Yeah, that's right. No hands better be up right now, especially you millennials. In my opinion, I think social media is a powerful tool if utilized the right way with the right intentions. By the way, if you care about what people on social say or think about you, don't. Anyway, Victor's a fan of the show and actually binge listened to all the episodes and expressed how he'd love to share his life against the current story. So Victor, thank you so much for being on the show today and supporting us. My pleasure. It's actually an honor to be part of your podcast. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a very young podcast. Um, so very. it's an honor to be part of this new thing that you've started. So thank you again of course very honored i'm glad i'm glad you're here and i'm glad that you sent me that screenshot of like you literally listening to all the episodes and that just means so much and you wanting to share your story it's incredible it's incredible that we have that reach and that you know need so thank you i appreciate it no problem i'm always looking for something new to listen to awesome happy to stumble upon yours so great so so happy so, Victor, what is your life against the current story? Okay, so brief story about who I am, really quick. Um, I'm from El Salvador, a little country in Central America, not the smallest country in Central America. Um, so, I migrated to the US in 2000. Uh, we moved to migrate to California first. We lived there for a couple of years. And then we migrated to the great state of Texas. You know, it's just a little state down south, just very little, you know. Little, you little state. Uh huh. <laughs> little state, of course. As things have gone really downhill in California, I kind of like to say to people that I escaped California on the right time. <laughs> okay, and well, what does that mean? Basically, after the, the economy in California collapsed, um, I count my blessings how much um, our economy here in Texas is, like how great it is, um, how our dollar pretty much stretches out compared to California, New York, other places oh, yeah. where your dollar is super tight, like you're, you're pretty much living paycheck to paycheck. Um, but so that's a brief summary of, of where my roots came from, who I am right now. Um, so my life against 
the current is actually something that a lot of my generation, millennials, are facing currently. Um, I'm just, again, I'm gonna be saying that I'm blessed because I am uh, yeah. a Christian, so I God, and so I feel blessed to be living in Texas, a very conservative, very um, religious state compared mm -hmm. to other states. I still, we, I believe we are in the Bible, Bible Belt. Ugh, don't, don't it. <laughs> um, but not many other people are so blessed either because um, nowadays, especially if you're black, Hispanic, an immigrant, or anybody from like those minority groups, if you happen to be a conservative, a Republican, a Christian, you're pretty much going against the normal society, what people want you to believe, which 100%. is, you know, what the liberals want you to believe, you know, like you're supposed to be oppressed by, by white people. I'm like, no. And I'm not here to push um, conservatism. I believe in very strongly on the constitution. I believe that everybody ought to have their own opinion. Everybody should have their own beliefs and everybody should be themselves, you know? But once you start telling me that I should feel such way because I am Hispanic, because I'm an immigrant, or if you start telling other people because they're black, because they're living in poverty, um, because you're specific race, you're like you said, like a minority. You have to be uh, exactly. a certain way when you have your own you're mind. Sticking, yeah, you're sticking to the stereotypes. Like, right? We, I'm as an immigrant, I came here to succeed. I came here to live the American dream, and I feel like I am, and I feel like I can still continue to grow. I don't have to be oppressed. I'm not here to get a handout by the government. I'm not here to be fed by, by Americans. No, I'm here to, to live the American dream, to, to, to work hard in whatever God-given talents that I have. You know, not everybody right. is going to be um, doing construction or the very common stereotypical uh, job for female Hispanic immigrants, which is, you know, housemaid or toilet cleaning, which is right. so wrong in many ways. Um, no, like everybody has a different talent and my talent is with technology, but that's, that's a different story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, as, as I see things in our generation, it's just so bad. Like it, 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 it get, it, it kind of gets to me so much. And I'm, I'm a person who doesn't really get bothered by much. People talk, um, people talk all the time. Like any, anybody can be racist, honestly, let's, let's be honest. Like we may say, we all may say some kind of racist joke, again, joke here, but there's some people who are 100% racist. They, they start calling you, right. uh, well, for me, they may call me Beaner, Wetback, Mojado, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't bother me. Like, and I have told my mother like many times, like, don't let it bother you. Okay. Don't even cry. Cause she used to cry about it. So you live in Texas. I, 
am a little dumbfounded that you get um because you you say you're conservative and Texas I believe is a very conservative state so Absolutely. they still find a way to be racist against you even though you essentially believe the same things that they do yes oh wow um in in, in some cases right um there are and this is not just white people there have been black people there have been Asians there have been even my own race many among this, our same community are just happen to be democrats liberal liberals because it mainly has to do with immigration you know someone has someone who is undocumented or it's trying to fix their paper but they're struggling oh yeah stuff you know but because of one thing they surrender the entire belief, especially if they're Christians, which I know a lot of so-called Christians, that they let go of their um, Christian values when it comes to like abortion, um, same-sex marriage, which are all topics that we can discuss another time, you mm -hmm. know? <laughs> but um, because of one topic, one issue, they surrender their other beliefs, their Christian beliefs, their Christian values, um and i talk to them and they and when they talk to me they see me with like a very hateful look because i'm a conservative i'm a republican and they believe that republicans are out to get immigrants no not at all i mean both parties have failed us all the people many times so no party is like 100 percent saint um but the party that I like to belong to, which is a Republican party, has so many of the values that I share. And these people also supposedly share, but this, again, because of one issue, right. they forget about that and they go to the Democrat party, the liberal party, which they have the right to, to go if they want. Right. I but think like there's good and bad in both parties. And ultimately, like you said, it depends on like, your core values and what you truly believe in and who you, what you identify yourself with most. Absolutely. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that either party is going to be perfect. They're not right. perfect at all. I like, there are things that I don't agree with the Republican party and may be interested in the democratic party, but mm -hmm. I still, I'm still very strong Republican. So like, and I tell these people like, you may not agree with, some immigration policies that are being current being placed but sometimes these policies which are being um um what's the word i'm looking for um they're being upheld right now they're being they're active are policies that were put by a democratic administration right immigration most likely just pretty much as a whole children in cages, a lot of stuff that happened in the Obama administration. And yet, because Trump is in the, it's in the White House, not a Republican, Trump is in the White House, people say Republicans are racist. He's a racist. I'm like, no, this happened because Obama put it into place. Trump is just continuing it. Now, can we fix it? Of course, I believe that we can definitely fix that. Right. Big time. Um, and I, I share a very strong feeling when it comes to a immigration reformation 
um, because as an immigrant, I believe that a lot of immigrants here come to work, come to 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 have their families grow, to give them a better lives, um, and to make the American dream true. Because some people say it's dead. I don't. I don't think so. I think that's very much still alive. Um, but we need to fix our immigration system, honestly. So I'm pretty sure you have some friends, family, coworkers that don't agree with your views. How does that work? How, how do you retain some friendships and relationships that maybe have opposing views, which I'm sure are many, especially at your age? At my age, there's tons of people that are very liberal, especially in my state of Washington. Absolutely. I've been to Seattle, Washington, lovely city, um, very high tax, FYI. Also, what I don't understand is a sugar tax. Whatever happened to no taxation without representation? <laughs> Whatever happened to that? That's crazy. Sugar tax? Gosh, that was, that was awful. But sorry, going back to your question. Um, I'll give you a few examples. Uh, the, the first one that comes to mind is my brother-in-law, um, he also happens to be an immigrant. And obviously he's in the family now. He's married to my sister. Um, and he, he really doesn't like the Republican Party. He really, really hates Donald Trump. Okay, you know, your opinion. You're entitled to your own opinion. Absolutely, you know. America, that's right, right? USA. Um, but... Um, we come to we we discuss a lot of politics from time to time, but then uh, the one that comes to mind recently is the um, the Russian collusion, um, which there was no collusion as we know now. Um, but one thing that we like we we always argue and it just makes me slightly upset with him, and then he I guess he gets upset with me, <laughs> but he asked me this. If there is collusion, if there was any collusion between the Russians and the Trump administration, would you stop being a Republican? I told him, no, like, one person does not define the Republican Party. The Republican Party is made of various beliefs, not by just the people, but various beliefs. Um, so no, I wouldn't stop being a Republican. Now, I told him, if there was collusion, then okay, you know, let's impeach him. Let's, let's let the law, the justice system, take its course. Because I believe if anybody did something wrong, well, there has to be some consequences. Right. And he's like, okay, fine. But then I asked him a similar question, like, what happens if there is no collusion? Another example for it, um, this come with a couple of my friends. Um, some best friends actually don't know this. <laughs> um, but like my friend Dominic, he went to Bible college with me. Um, and he also shares a lot of Christian values, but he also hates Donald Trump. Again, everybody has their entire opinion. Right. But just because I'm Hispanic, I'm supposed to hate Donald Trump. That's what he told me. 
I'm supposed to hit him because I'm Hispanic. And he's also Hispanic. I'm like. He thinks that you're betraying. Yeah, he thinks I'm betraying my race. He thinks I'm betraying um, our people, pretty much. Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, I, I agree with many things that the president does, but I don't agree with everything. But yes, I still support the president. Regardless, right. you know, if you don't like the president, but you're asking him for, to fail, that's like you asking a pilot to crash the plane while you're inside the plane. It's just like, that's pretty much what our society has become. Like you're either in one side or you're betraying that side. Like you, there's no way out. Like there's no other option, you know? You can't have your own opinion that it's not the leftist opinion, the liberal opinion. Like that is, that's what we are now, unfortunately. And I'm not, again, I'm not here to push conservatism on anybody. Right. You, you have your own opinion. Um, as some liberals like to call themselves free thinkers, if asked on college campuses, like, would you be friends with a conservative? Would you be friends with a Republican? A lot of people said no. And these were like during, like in very Democrat, liberal states, universities and everything. But then flip it around, like Ohio, very Republican. Texas, extremely Republican. Yeah. People like, would you be friends with a, with a conservative? Would you be friends with a Republican? Like most of the Republican states, most of the people say yes. Like we, we, we definitely be friends with a Democrat. We'd be friends with a liberal. Yeah. Like I have worked with liberals. I have worked with Democrats. Um, I have family who are like, like a brother-in-law. Mostly actually my mom, for example, she, just iffy actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, mainly because it goes to one thing, immigrant, right. immigrant, she feels strongly like everybody should kind of be here. I want to make people understand that just because other people have different opinions than you, that's okay. You know, it's, it's important to understand that as human beings, regardless if it's politics, if it's your coworker, if it's your best friend, if it's your spouse, people are different and have different opinions and I just wanted to add my two cents about that <laughs> no absolutely I completely agree you know if everybody and this word is thrown a lot by liberals and mainly our generation which is millennials mm-hmm. entitlement entitled we're entitled to this we're oh entitled. that word <laughs> but this is the only the only time I use that word mm-hmm. you are entitled to your own opinion right. you're entitled to your own beliefs that's it you are entitled to that yeah because you are yourself you are an individual you know no one can force that upon you you may be you may be young you may be literally still living with mom and dad um and they believe certain ways mm-hmm. okay. you know, try not to let it bother you much um, because once you're out of the house, you can believe whatever you want, you know. And it's a whole different world. Completely. You, li- you live in a conservative home. You want to think liberally after you leave home. By all means, you live in a liberal home, but think conservatively, leave home. By all means. I think it's so crazy how sometimes, and I love that you brought that topic up, because 
living in Miami, I didn't realize how conservative South Florida is. It might be very liberal when you're living there, but moving from a state like Florida, South Florida, to Washington, it's a whole different ballpark. And I thought I was, I wouldn't say liberal, but I thought I was not as conservative as I thought I, as I am. Does that make sense? So it, it's, it's crazy because you just don't realize it when you're living in these certain spaces where everything seems normal, but there isn't really anything as normal. It really, life is what you make it to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. That must have been a very big change for you going from Huge South Florida change. to um, <laughs> Washington. Cause I know Florida is, well, sometimes I, I like to call Florida a purple state because it doesn't yeah, decide it, where it wants mm-hmm. to be. Um, recent years, it's red, but previous yep. years was blue. So it's like purple state by all means. Um, so a very big change. Very yep. big. And um, I think that has been the biggest challenge for me is the culture change. The, 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 the liberal state of mind here has been something that I've had to adapt and I'm still adapting to it. You know, again, there's no right or wrong. People live their lives the way they live them, but it's being able to understand and making, I guess, a conscious decision of not participating or participating. Does that make sense? Right, right. And let me add something to that. Like, um, just because something is so popular and very acceptable nowadays, does not mean that you have to be part of it. it doesn't mean that you have to take part of that. It doesn't mean that you have to be forced into that part. Like, not at all. You but that's your, hard to say because our generation, we need to be a part of something. So it's, it's tricky. Yes, and, and it's tricky. I, it is very tricky. We, we feel like we must be part of something. Otherwise, we're nothing. Right, and, right, right. Exactly. And I believe that if you don't believe in something, you may fall for anything, honestly. And that's why I stick to my faith. I believe in God. I'm a Christian. So... I have that to hold on to. A lot of people don't. So believe in something, otherwise you will fall for anything. And you can fall for anything. It's something that could be really bad. So Victor, from this journey, what road sign or tool do you wish you had seen or had that maybe could have helped you pave your road a little bit better? For me, um, <laughs> honestly, I wish... I was more involved in in my community. I wish I would have been more involved with politics, actually, at an earlier age um, where I could have talked to more people, especially my family, about having different opinions, being okay, and not being, and not going against your race, my race, which is Hispanics. Right. So I wish I could have used that at an earlier age. Nowadays, I'm taking advantage of all this technology, news, podcasts, um, 
I don't want to say a lot of social media because I only have one social media, which is Twitter. And, <laughs> and that's how we met. <laughs> and that's how we met. So how do you sort? There's so much information, so much, so much data out there. How do you sort all of that stuff into whatever you consume? Um, so the first thing I, I do, as soon as I wake up, and this is what we all millennials do, you I check, check your phone. Phone. I check my phone. <laughs> check my phone. Um, I may have a call. I may have a, me a message, um, a tweet. I may have the alarm system was turned off or something. I, I don't know. I may have all these notifications. But I unlock my phone. I ignore those notifications. And I go to the news. That's the first thing I, I do. I go to the news, see what's happening. Um, if anything that I, that, that pops up into me, like to, into my eyes, like, okay, I'll start reading it briefly. And I may take a little bit of notes, um, on it. Then the other thing that I like to do would, would be listening to, um, podcasts like Ben Shapiro, for example, great, great conservative guy. What's one directional sign you'd leave behind for those getting ready to embark on a journey like yours or a belief like yours in this case? Um, one sign that I leave is, well, you, you kind of pretty much made it earlier that it's okay to believe what you want to believe. You know, you want to believe in X thing, you want to believe in why thing, it's okay. Like, if people are going to judge you for that, then they're believing the wrong thing, honestly. Like, I believe that if I'm going to be judged because I believe in something that supposedly goes against my race, then you're being the judgmental, but be mindful of their, of their, um, of their beliefs, you know, be respectful, as respectful. And at the end of the day, if you believe nothing, what they told you, that's fine. You know, it's okay. At least you asked, at least, you know, and it could be vice versa. At least they know. And at least they asked you respectfully. Well, Victor, thank you so, so much for your time. And Pleasure. I'm so glad you were here. Uh, like, aside from you, your car getting hit and the guy coming to you and apologizing. <laughs> That's that crazy. That's really, really rare. Okay, I know. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Life Against the Current. We're here to encourage and support anyone that takes on a non-traditional life path because we know the struggles that come with it. Want to share your unconventional story with others? Send us a message or email via our Instagram at Life Against the Current. Don't forget to subscribe to our show because we have some really awesome stories coming your way. See you in two weeks.